Hello, listeners. Today, I have DJ Vanness with us, who is the author of The Warrior Within, Own Your Power to Serve, Fight, Protect, and Heal, published by Penguin Random House. It's coming out August 2nd. This is before August 2nd, 2022 for you. If it's after, go get that book. It's also been featured on the nationally aired PBS documentary, The Warrior Tradition, and writer, producer, and host of PBS special, Discovering Your Warrior Spirit. It's also the author of the celebrated book, The Tiny Warrior, excuse me, best-selling author, A Path to Personal Discovery and Achievement, and Spirit on the Run, an inspirational novel. DJ is an internationally acclaimed motivational storyteller and a personal development and leadership expert, and is the president and founder of Native Discovery, Inc. He is a tribally enrolled member of the Ottawa Nation and a former U.S. Air Force officer. DJ inspires others to practically apply the power of the warrior spirit in business and life to stay resilient, lead with courage, and thrive in tough, changing environments. He's used his dynamic programs to build warriors in over 49 states and internationally to over 7,000 audiences to strengthen the tribe. He's worked with such organizations as Intel, P&G, IBM, Walt Disney, Costco, NASA, Subaru, and Boston Children's Hospital, and hundreds of other communities. He's also been invited to the White House more than a couple times. So DJ is an expert in discovering, evolving, growing, accepting the warrior within all of us. And had a great conversation diving into what it means to be a warrior, how we can become warriors, how to avoid distraction to ensure we stay warriors, and everything in between. So I really enjoyed today's episode. Hope you do as well. Welcome to the Live For Yourself Revolution, where our mission is to highlight stories of entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs who are truly living for themselves. I'm your host, Dr. Benjamin Ritter, leadership and career coach focused on guiding you toward a career and life you can love. Thank you all for listening, and I hope you enjoy the show. So I probably have my own definition, but uh, I know that your definition is a little bit, honestly, because I've been listening to, to you speak now for a little bit, uh, is, is really impactful and insightful. Can, can, can you describe what it, the warrior means, like the warrior within? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, great question. Way to, way to start off strong, I, you know, kind of unpacking this term that a lot of times comes pretty loaded. Uh, you know, when you say the word warrior in our society today, it, it generates really quickly that that Hollywood image, you know, that stereotypical, you know, sweaty, chiseled figure walking down the streets and shooting bazookas and bullets and knocking down buildings and, you know, occasionally sort of looks at the camera and doing it all in the name of glory, you know, stepping on anybody in their way. And that's not the definition that I bring and share in my book and, and in the work that I do. I come from a tribal perspective. I'm an enrolled member of the Ottawa tribe from Michigan, and I've worked across our native communities for more than half my life with over 500 tribal nations. And that role warrior has a very different connotation in that context. Um, our warriors, we call our warriors in my tribe, or a warriors called Ogichida. And that term has nothing to do with what we see on TV or in movies. It's all about someone who 
commits to using their creator given talent and ability and developing that through through their lifetime so they can be an asset or a benefit to the tribe that they served. And it was a role that was not rooted in glory. It was a role that was all about asking the question, not what can I get, but what can I do? How can I impact the world around me and the people in it? It was a role that was all about leadership by example. And at the heart of that warrior role was service. That was the whole reason for a warrior's being was to serve. And so that's the that's the idea I bring. And that, by the way, that role transcends race, it transcends gender, age. It's a path available for anyone willing to walk it, but it's a beautiful archetype on how to create an impact in this world in a positive way. Mm -hmm. And it's inclusive. It's absolutely wants, yeah. If someone wants, and I guess, what's the importance <clears throat> of being a warrior? You know, other than sounds like okay so this is how you give to the tribe and as well as but what does it do for us as individuals or just yeah overall let's expand on that oh my gosh that's a great question um yeah what does it do for us what's what's the benefit there well the benefit going back to that idea of service uh the reason why that's the core is for three reasons and and it's also why we directly benefit number one service is our highest calling it's our highest calling if we are not put here to serve that's a first question right out of the gate that really defines this role and makes it have even more meaning the second reason is service is our deepest need uh, we all have a need to feel a certain thing you have it i have it my kids have it our clients have it and it's the need to feel valued to feel that we matter to feel uh, that the work that we do matters and we get a lot of that need fulfilled when we serve someone else well you know, the dirty little secret behind serving somebody else to the best of our ability is it makes us feel like a million bucks. It's fulfilling in a way that is hard to compare with anything else. And the third reason why this is so critically important is service is a thing that outlives us. It's our legacy. It's what we leave behind us when we're gone. So if it's that darn important, you know, it's really important that we learn how to do it better as we walk the journey. And that's where that warrior role comes in. Well, the concept of warrior is service to a tribe. Yes. Is, is a little mind blowing. You know, and as I reflect on e even the depictions of warriors to the heart of it, you know, other than I think that the self self-interested warriors, warriors well, have been <clears throat> for the benefit of the tribe. Yes. And the self-interested warrior is called a fighter. And, and that's an important role too. We have to be fighters before we're warriors. Um, a fighter is somebody who uses their time, talent, ability, and effort to achieve something that benefits primarily themselves. And that's critically important in self-improvement, right? Uh, developing any skill set, you know, losing weight, leaving a bad relationship. You know, sometimes we have to do things for ourselves um, so that we can develop into who we ultimately can become. But what a warrior is, is taking all that same ability, time, talent, effort, and projecting it out to where we can impact other people in a deep, meaningful way. And so that's why that, you know, it's, it's important to make that distinction, because sometimes we think we're, we're serving that warrior role, and we're, we're just in the middle of a fight. And like I said, that's not to be discounted, but we just need to be clear on, on where the responsibility is. Yes, warriors contribute to their tribe. That is their whole reason for being. Mm-hmm. 
but it's that they contribute something. So how do warriors or fighters uh, as they are on the journey to become warriors, how, or just individuals, how do they figure out what that thing is? Well, we have to explore ourselves and ask ourselves questions. You know, what am I passionate about? What do I show talent and ability in? Basically, what are my gifts? And then once you know what that looks like, then you get to ask the next question, which is how am I developing those gifts so that I can serve the world I'm in, so I can contribute to my tribe, um, mm -hmm. so that I can, you know, move forward and create something that has meaning. Um, so that, and we, we figure that out as we go, but it's a, a really important question because that's the difference between a, a fulfilling life and just a life. Okay. So now I need to turn this on you a little bit because I, you know, I guess where did this, where did these concepts come from? Cause it sounds like this is one of your gifts, right? Going out there and probably inspiring and crafting warriors. So I'd like to know what your other gifts are too, and then kind of how this came to be. Yeah, well, I've been doing this for a while. Um, I came from, uh, you know, these ideas I've been exposed to for a lot of years now. Uh, like I said, working across Indian country, working with tribal communities, and seeing the same kind of, you know, teachable moments uh, and, and these concepts shared over and over again, discussed over and over again. You know, I come from a, a family where, you know, my uh, family served in the military. I did, too. I was an officer in the Air Force for for uh, quite a few years. And, you know, you're exposed to a warrior concept in that line of work as well. And so over the years, I've, I've kind of looked at a kind of a distillation process of what those warrior principles were all about. And, you know, one we're unpacking right now, which is the whole purpose behind a warrior, and then talking about principles like warriors, you know, use scarce resources and leverage them for maximum effect. Uh, warriors never fought alone. Uh, warrior, you can't be a warrior when you're falling apart. Uh, meaning our warriors weren't bulletproof, so self-care is a critical part. We want to do this sustainably, not just be strong this week or this month. Um, but those are the concepts that are in the book. It's kind of distilling these concepts down and making them accessible to anybody who really wants to have an impact in the world they live in. When w did you shift? And it was a while ago. But when was yeah. it, okay, what I'm doing in this world, like, isn't, isn't truly how I want to be, how, how I want to show up as a warrior. Yeah. I want, I want to make this movement. I want to be one of the core reasons for it to grow and scale and bring this to the world. Like, what was, where, what happened then? Yeah, great question. Um, and it was a, a big pivot in my life journey. And it was when I left my career as a military officer to do the work that I do full time now. And it was a huge, it, it, it required um, a lot of uh, commitment. You know, I was scared to death. Uh, you know, I'm leaving basically halfway through a military career, and which is a, you know, stable life. It's a good life. It's a life of service. But it wasn't quite in alignment with what I wanted to do. And so I made that decision to, to leave and do this full time and never look back. Um, the, that was a huge uh, moment um, because you're leaving the stability and structure of a military officer's life and kind of jumping into the wide blue sky and you're kind of creating it as you go. But, you know, there, there has been not one moment of regret or hesitation looking back now of making that decision. Yeah. And 
because we have a lot of listeners that also are interested in starting their own thing or side wrestling or just Mm -hmm. jump off the cliff and hope to grow some wings as they go down and that's it yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh, i i imagine it wasn't it wasn't like all or nothing like what what, was there a transitionary point between when you decided to make the leap yeah there, there was and that's a great question too because you don't have to start cold in the next you know in in the next phase of your life people do it um what i try to do is build a boat next to the boat i was in while i was still moving forward in the water and so what i started doing was speaking more and more on the side and i start and it started to kind of take on a life of its own so at at a certain point i created so much momentum there i basically had two full-time jobs and i was starting to suffer the consequences of that and if anybody's been trying to do the same thing you know what that feeling is where you feel like too little peanut butter on too much toast you know because in that moment we're doing the worst thing a warrior can do in battle. We're dividing and conquering ourselves and we're not effective in either space. And so I had to make that decision, which one of these pathways do I really want to take and then be all in and fully committed to that. And so I did have kind of a run up and had some momentum and um, that was a, a helped a lot in the transition, but it definitely was not an easy path uh, with a lot of, a lot of ups and downs, especially at the beginning, but, that's what makes a great adventure. Yeah, true. Which is life. And absolutely. So you mentioned how okay, so you you discover your gifts and then you develop those gifts. And I imagine that you were maybe utilizing the same gifts or different gifts uh, within the the different professional careers that you were in at the time. I guess how did you decide that you wanted to focus on a, a different channel, right, of those gifts or different gifts overall for you for you to like live this warrior lifestyle? Yeah, I mean, for me, it goes back to childhood. I mean, I always loved helping people. I always loved working with people. You know, I look at what I do now, the work that I I do, I feel it's providing for providers. So I love being able to strengthen those people who are out there on the front lines of doing great work and impacting their world. You know, the, the warriors, the ones who are contributing, who are fighting, who are clawing their way forward to make the world a better place, one group of people at a time. I love being able to to kind of pour fuel in their fire, um, to give them tools and ideas, tactics on how to stay strong, how to do this, this uh, do this sustainably, how to take care of themselves along the way, and so that's I, I think that's what it came back to is I just found that right feeling in my gut of alignment, and then I felt like this is what I think I was put here to do, and. You know, I'm, I'm passionate about what I do, and this feels like I'm on the path I was meant to be on. What's the meaning behind it for you? Like when, and you say that this is the thing I was here to do. What is, how do you define that for yourself? Making an impact in the world one life at a time. That's what it means for me. Being able to contribute something to somebody else's journey to help them do what they do even better. I mean, I just get such a kick out of that. To me, it's a, it's a hobby, it's a passion, it's a business, it's a life. You know, all those things align beautifully, and that's why I, I'm so passionate about what I do. Yeah, I appreciate that. And hopefully that, that draws other people to, to follow those threads for themselves. I guess, when did, when did you know, I guess, because it sounds like you were, you had enough tests, right? You like had enough 
trials and experiences to know that this is really where you want to in, wanted to invest. Is was there any mm-hmm. other any any other areas in your life at the time that you were like maybe this way instead of this way, or was it really? Oh yeah. Therapy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a great question too, because even when we start feeling that alignment, temptation can show up, right? And sometimes that temptation shows up in a in a path that's not quite what we want to do, but it's a little bit easier. You know, it looks good on paper, and sometimes we're tempted by that decision. You know, and and one of the the opportunities I had was the possibility of teaching uh, at the Air Force Academy, and it was one of the jobs that I thought I wanted years before and right at the moment where i'm getting ready to you know take this great leap of faith and start growing my wings on the way down by the way i love that quote and it's so true um but that that opportunity came into my life uh and i started exploring it and i had to really do the gut check and say am i taking the path that i want or am i taking the path that's a little bit easier as far as an opportunity goes and so that that will come into play um and this is where clarity really counts and being honest with ourselves you know i think it's infinitely more important to know what we want to do with our lives than how we're going to get there Uh, we're going to figure that out in time but the critical question is what do you want to do with your life and then let the pieces fall in in place behind that yeah life likes to throw some challenges at you it's actually oh yeah really really good a point to kind of move in this direction, which is uh, like, what are the distractions? Right. So we, like you find the talent that you want to use and how you want to use, uh, you know, allow that to be a service to, to your tribe, to your community. What are some things that you've noticed that get in the way of that, that distract us from being able to do that? Oh my gosh. That's a great question, Ben. Um, the world, you know, we live in a world of distractions um, other people's opinions on what we should or shouldn't be doing, where we should or shouldn't be going. Um, we're constantly being shouted at, you know, through media and all the different channels that we're surrounded by on what we should think is important, what we should want to pursue, how we should want to feel. And my gosh, it's it's really easy to get lost in the shuffle of all the chaos. And so a, a big part of my you know daily practice is taking moments of you know, chunks of time where I'm able to create silence and solitude. Because just like in the book, you know, talking about the ceremony vision quest, um, you know, you, you do that for four days, four nights, no food, no water, no shelter. That's an ultimate exercise in, in clarity and direction. But you don't have to go through that ceremony to get that. You can do that for 10 minutes at a time, especially at the beginning of your day is really helpful to really just get recommitted to your path, your values, where you're headed, how you want to get there that day, not yesterday or tomorrow, but just today. And just let the dirt sell in your mud puddle just a little bit before you start stirring it up again. So it's easy yeah. to get distracted. Yeah, fear everywhere, temptation, mm-hmm. and that crazy term, I know you've heard FOMO. Who would have ever thought we would have fear of missing out <laughs> because of the world we live in? We, we go one direction and we're looking over our shoulder thinking we're missing out on something else. And that's why we got to really be dialed in with our gut, you know, making decisions with my head. I've done that a lot. Sometimes they work out, sometimes they don't, but I've never made one with my gut that didn't work out right. We live in a world that is, at least in the United States, that uh, our attention is is valuable. It's money. Yeah. 
and like everyone's fighting for our attention. So that's <laughs> it. Sense that we would be distracted. I mean, at times we are fighting for our own attention. That's true. And, I, and it's, I guess, you know, how do you survive? Because, like, for example, like I'll I'll delete Instagram off my phone. I've made a, a a choice as a business owner to not use any social media platforms other than LinkedIn, right? Like, so elimination yeah. as well as what value am I getting from it? Yeah, I don't really read the news. Yeah, uh, like what? And there's no right or wrong, right? But I just I have to operate. I have to figure out a way to operate so that my system isn't being pulled in a thousand directions a day. Uh, how do yes. you do? I, first of all, I love what you said. You know, you have to figure this out, what works for you. And what works for you is going to be different than what works for me. But the key is we have to figure out what that looks like. And I think a big part of it is what you're saying right now is learning what to say no to, right? You know, we can't, if we say yes to everything, we deplete ourselves. And, and by the way, if we say yes to everything, we're really saying yes to nothing. I mean, that's the reality. You know, because we're going a mile wide and an inch deep and we're not really getting anything done. We're not really being productive in any one direction. So we have to learn what to say no to. You know, when we do that, we're able to create clarity in our life. And clarity is a gift we give to ourselves. You know, that's not going to fall from the sky. We have to create it in our own lives. And so making those steps, making those choices, and I'm sure, you know, getting rid of your social media platforms, you probably had friends, colleagues, oh, Ben, what are you doing? But if you know in your gut, you're like, I need this for me, I'm better when I have less distraction, then that's absolutely the right call. So we have to listen to that internal voice. And so let's say we get rid of those distractions, and then we, we dedicate our time, our life to this act of to our talents of service. Mm -hmm. uh, I've worked with a lot of executives that I think overvalue their, uh, their need, or what's the right word? They give too much. Okay. Right. To, to the detriment of their health and oh, ultimately yeah. to their values, because they think that they need to serve their community and their tribe yes. or their employer. Uh, I guess, do you have any words of wisdom for these people that are wondering why they now uh, have chronic illnesses because of the amount they care about their employer that is willing to let them go tomorrow. Yeah, my gosh, Ben. I mean, it's, that's why I wrote my new book, The Warrior Within, right there. You know, I, I am proud to say, you know, my primary, the primary group I serve are service providers, people who are in service to others. And I have seen that dynamic played out over and over again. I've experienced it in my own life. Um, where I was give, give, giving until I had nothing left, ended up with the shingles, um, condition to be under. I would not, not have wished that on my worst enemy. It was horrible. And it was all because, you know, you get into that mentality where you think that you give enough, you're going to get to that point where it is enough and it never is. And so the problem is we're not keeping anything in reserve for ourselves and we fall apart. And that's one of the concepts in the book I unpack very clearly is, you know, we cannot be warriors when we're falling apart. We're not going to be of service to anybody else or ourselves. We have to make sure that we're doing what we need to do for us. And, and I say in the book too, traditionally, our warriors in our tribal communities took very good care of themselves. They, they ate well, they slept, you know, enough. They, they uh, conditioned their bodies, their minds, their spirits, because they, their responsibility was high 
and they knew they couldn't just wing it. They couldn't just go until they were depleted because people were depending on them. And so that's a mentality that we have to, you know, sometimes we learn it the hard way, like I did, or sometimes, you know, we don't have to learn that way, but all too often we do, but we've got to take good care of ourselves. You know, I'm going to say something that sounds Dr. Seussian, but I believe it with all my heart. I've experienced it myself, but here's what it is. You are the only you that you will ever have or be. Act accordingly. So nobody is going to come riding over the hill to save us. We have to save us when it comes to self-care. Can I add a little bit of Dr. Seuss to that? Absolutely. Because as, as you were talking, I think I, this is one of the, the, I've been saying this phrase so much over the last couple of years since the world decided to have a little, be a little bit more ambiguous on uh, what's going to happen next. It's, um, it's never supposed to be enough. Yeah. You know, it, I, as, as you've been sharing uh, really what it means to be a warrior and what service really means. Like you're never supposed to run out of the ability to, to give service, to do service, right. Right. For the world. Yeah. It's supposed to be this like universal, never ending pot of personal value, right. As well mm -hmm. as in value for others. Um, it's almost like, so I, I notice people are rushing to do as much service as they can, because maybe they'll get to a point where there's enough service that has been done. And it's like, no, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. There's, yeah. You don't get full. <laughs> right. And that gets us into trouble really quickly. You know, yeah. it's, I, I absolutely agree with you. And it's not about, again, serving and being strong today or this week. It's doing it sustainably for a lifetime, for a career. We can't do that if we're burning ourselves out. If we're going and going until the wheels fall off and then we stand back and look at the debris field we left and go, how in the heck did this happen? And the reason why is because we never learn to say no. We stop taking breaks. We stop taking care of ourselves. We stop asking for or accepting help. We stop organizing our day, prioritizing what's important. We, you know, we get away from the things that allow us to be, to show up with strength every day. And that goes out the window and then we just go until we can't go anymore. And uh, it's just not a good model. You know, we want to do this for a career. We don't want to do it just for today. Yeah. And we want to enjoy the process. That's the other thing. Let's, let's, let's hit, that, hit that one hard too. Where is the joy in service when we are running around, you know, falling apart? It doesn't work. We're supposed to actually enjoy the journey that we're on, even through the ups and downs. And we can't do that if we're constantly in depletion constantly in, at the edge of burnout or in burnout yeah true Ooh. okay wow i'm inspired i'm thoughtful i'm reflecting this is <laughs> powerful uh, thank you for all that you do and if you're listening to this episode audience uh, prior to august 2nd you can pre-order the warrior within uh, if it's after august 2nd from what i understand correct me if i'm wrong then go out go out to all your major book retailers and purchase it. Uh, yes. But that's not the only book that is there. You have other books as well and other content. So how can our listeners find out more about you? Yeah, uh, thank you for, for setting that up. And, and uh, the best way to get a hold of me or to find me is on our website, which is nativediscovery.com. And as you said, the, the new book, The Warrior Within, is being released on August 2nd as a, as a hardback, as an ebook, and also as an audio book on the same day. Um, and yeah, every major retailer will be carrying it. And then my other two books, um, you can find information about that, uh, on the website as well. The first book, the tiny warrior, um, which also has an audio book. 
And my second book was Spirit on the Run, which is actually a, a novel. And so, um, but no, I, I really appreciate the opportunity to be here and to be able to share this message with your listeners. Yeah, so, a side note, for the audiobook, are you reading it? Yes, I read both of okay. them. And that is yes. tough work. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that is that is a hard job to do, but also your voice is just perfect. So I, I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind listening to that for for the uh, length of time of a book. So it's inspiring as well. I resonate with it. Thank you, Ben. Uh, so thank you again for your time. It's been a pleasure. I feel a little bit more like a warrior today. And I hope our listeners do too. Right on. Chimi Gretsch, thank you very much. You've been part of the Live For Yourself revolution. If you've enjoyed today's episode, make sure to share with a friend and spread the good word. Until next time, keep on living for yourself. <laughs>